Emerald Moon, what is the ANU's Australian election study? Go. Uh, you prepared this episode. <laughs> you tell me. But you must, you were obviously, when I suggested this, you were obviously, they, obviously yeah. familiar with the study. It's You've looked at it before. I don't actually, I, well, I'm looking at your notes now to see what kind of sample they they do. I don't know exactly how they like collect the surveys and stuff. They survey a bunch of people after the election and they're like, why'd you do what you do? Who are you? Et cetera. But yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's like. That's what they ask people. <laughs> yeah. Where they do it. Do they do it like online? Do they call? Do they do, they do a mix of things? What do they do? It's pretty rigorous. Yeah. And I think they try and yeah, balance, obviously that like it's statistically weighted and they try and balance to get a good representative mm-hmm. of the Australian electorate. They follow people over a long, over a long period of time. It is all voluntary, obviously, so they're limited by that. But you know, it's a decent sample size. Two thousand five hundred and eight voters from across the country after the twenty twenty two election. I think they're voting. They're checking in with them before the election and afterwards too, and sort of going through, um, yeah, how they voted. Am and I going to sound stupid if I say is that like one percent of voters? How many voters are there? Uh, there is something like seventeen million eligible oh, okay. voters, I believe. I guess we have children in this country. Yes, we have little kitties. Um, who don't vote. Who don't vote. But also, yes, your average news poll is about a 1,000 respondents sort of thing. So it's mm. twice that. And it, it's a little mm. bit more rigorous and involved in terms of, you know, finding out what people think. Mm. It's yep. been going since 1987 too. So it's also got this kind of tradition behind it and it can map out long-term trends over all the federal elections that happen time That's and time cool. again. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know it had been going that long. Yeah. So it's pretty well respected and people, you know, cite it a lot. I looked at it a lot for my reading my uh, research in my book, and particularly in 2019, which was really interesting because, of course, everyone was trying to figure out what the fuck happened in 2019. Mm. And they went through issues stuff. And, like, if you look into that survey, there was overwhelming majority support for things like negative gearing changes and yeah. reforming franking credits. So this narrative that it was a complete catastrophe and the Australian people comprehensively rejected those reform issues um, simply isn't true. You need to tell me that was bullshit. I think it was bullshit. Get out of here. I actually think that people are fine with reducing insane tax concessions for people who have shitloads of assets and money in order to do question mark, which was, again was the big problem with Bill Shorten. It's like, what <laughs> well, the fuck are you going to do with the money, yeah, Bill? They were like, well, yeah, sure. If you're going to, what are you going to do with something? It's like, <laughs> I have a hundred bucks. Well, why? What do you <laughs> like <laughs> no to fix questions. my teeth? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about this because I, so I was looking forward to the 2022 election study because I'm a fucking idiot. Like a normal person. Yeah. Serious danger, Australia. 